This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have it. Today we are talking about ramen, and of course we have we have painstakingly made our own homemade ramen broth. We've been boiling it, uh, simmering it lovingly for days yeah. with the bones of various organically raised animals. And I'm lying. Yeah, he's totally lying. Although I must say that that uh, this is the most cooking we've done on the show recently. We boiled some water, put some dried mm-hmm. noodles in it, added seasoning packets, and ate it. But 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 not just one. I mean, we did we this did, like we did this four, four times. times. Yeah, it was right. very labor intensive. Matthew's glasses steamed up about eight four million times. times. Yeah. So we have we have tasted four kinds of commercially available packaged ramen, and. If you think that that packaged ramen begins and ends with twenty five cent dorm room top ramen, we're we're here to tell you otherwise. Think again, exactly. People, we're blowing the again. lid off this conspiracy. Wow. So we did we did in fact taste uh, taste the dorm room top ramen, but we have some other stuff that uh, that we're very excited to share. I mean, should we talk first about? Why ramen? I mean, people, I think we all have a personal history with ramen, don't we? I mean, I used to yeah. eat the old cup noodles. It's cup noodles, right? Not cup-o noodles. It was definitely cup-o noodles when I was a kid, but I think they changed it at some cup point. Cup noodles. Well, I used to eat the old styrofoam cup noodles when I was in grade school. It, why did they change it? I mean, that, that PN junction there is really clumsy. It makes it, it, makes it sound like, a, you know, uh, it's a German word. It does. Kupfnudeln or something. <laughs> uh <laughs> Anyway, yeah, when I was a kid, um, I, I had my, my relationship with ramen was that for some reason, um, the way my mom made it was she Wait, would. Your mom made ramen? Well, she, no, the way she made top ramen. Okay. <laughs> Is top ramen different from cup noodles? Uh, yeah. Um, they, they're. Cup noodles has more dried vegetables and stuff in it, I think. And cup noodles always comes in a cup, whereas top ramen sometimes. Or top ramen always comes in a plastic package? Yeah. And the, right, and the cup noodles, you would pour the water in. I'm gesturing with my hands for all the listeners at home. You, you'd pour the water in and then fold the, the foil lid mm-hmm. back kind over of it. tuck it in so right. it would stay closed. Oh, wow. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember the sound of, like, going to, um, 
like the water cooler at school and you would use the hot water tap and the sound that it would make as it hit the bottom of the styrofoam cup. Yes, I brought it to school also. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is taking me back. Wow, what a day. But, I mean, at home, we more often had the the top ramen from a package, and the way my mom would prepare it and the way she taught me to do it was um, to, first of all, break the noodle block in half so the noodles aren't too long for a young child to manage because that can get way, way out of hand. Isn't there a lot of noodle sprayage then when you break it in half? Yes, little little bits flying shrapnel. Did you have to go outside to do it so you didn't make a mess of the kitchen? Uh, Yeah, because when I was a kid, I was really concerned about whether or not I was making a mess. (laughs) That that sounds like me, uh, <laughs> and then and then she would uh, you know boil the noodles and then drain it and add half the the uh, the seasoning packet so it would be dry noodles with half the seasoning packet no broth Wait, on the dry noodles on the dry noodles so it would be just a you know a dry non soupy noodle dish Judy Amster you are the master <laughs> of invention how and, how did where did she get this idea I don't know but I do remember that at some point you know I went to a friend's house and and they made ramen the way it says on the package with the broth and I found this to be a revelation just as I'm sure I would have if we had it with the broth at home and then I had gone to someone's house and had it without the broth I'm really upset we didn't plan to get your mom on the air with us today because I would like to know where in God's name she got the idea to toss the seasoning packet I, with the noodles and no broth. I, I think it may have been like an alternate serving suggestion on the package. We have a top ramen package <laughs> Perhaps here. we can answer this for ourselves. Yeah, it's not. So there's this divide. I mean, there's there's the the home the home remedies kind of ramen, and then there's and then there's restaurant ramen that people get very obsessed and go on crusades and quests to find uh, the the quintessential bowl of restaurant ramen. And you know, there was that movie Tampopo. Yeah, because the other thing I want to say is like, I mean, I do remember that when Shanghai Noodle first opened, Samurai Noodle, right? Ever, <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> When Samurai, Noodle, when Samurai Noodle first opened, I remember, you know, everybody was very excited about it. And some people really love it. And other people still feel like, oh, it's not nearly as good as, you know, what you can get in Japan or what you can get in Vancouver. Right. This is this is the kind of, of, of ramen, ramen aficionado behavior that uh, <laughs> that I'm talking about. Because, okay. Ramen lovers in the wild. See, here's, the, here's the, the embarrassing thing that I have to admit, which is that I went to Japan for a week and I did not go to one ramen shop. And uh, so, I like, I cannot food... believe I chose you as my partner for this podcast. <laughs> and you want to be my ramen consultant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I've been to, to Japanese style ramen shops outside of Japan, like Samurai Noodle in Seattle, like Kintaro Ramen in Vancouver. And there's, it's, you know, it's a whole cultural experience that uh, it's very much focused on the food. They have these huge vats of bubbling broth with tons and tons of, of pork bones and scrapings going in there. And, uh, you know, if they do miso ramen, they will have their own proprietary blend of miso that they may have fermented themselves and a lot of places make their own noodles. So they take it to a total obsessive artisan level. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it, it, it makes a great object for obsession for that reason, because, you know, who's got the best noodles? Who's got the best roast pork on? On top who's got the best broth is there any place that can do all of them well it's kind of like pizza you know yeah, who's got the yeah. best crust who's got the best cheese the sauce you know what tastes best all together who delivers the whole package who does deliver the whole package but we wanted to figure out how to how to bring the experience home in the in a way that is in the spirit of making ramen in like an electric tea kettle in your dorm room 
Yeah, we wanted to to find out once and for all if, you know, convenience ramen, ramen at home could be anywhere near as delicious as what you can get out in a really good ramen shop. Right. And we're, we're lucky in Seattle to have uh, um, Wajimaya, the giant Japanese supermarket um, that uh, that has an aisle of hundreds of different kinds of packaged ramen and then a freezer aisle of like a dozen more. <laughs> and uh, And it is so colorful and bewildering and... You know, you walk down this aisle in a stupor, and so I... <laughs> I love how excited you got about that. You were like, all the colors of the rainbow. All the colors of the, of the rainbow. rainbow. <laughs> it was a mystical experience. So That's right. how... So, so we should admit here that uh, I did not get to join Matthew on this mystical experience. Too bad for you. Too bad for me. What did you select, Matthew, and, and why? As I... Okay, so I rode down the aisle on my magical unicorn, <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Just holding out my arms and whatever whatever ramen packages jumped into my <laughs> jumped into my hands, those were the ones that I brought home. No, I went on to Chow Hound and searched for for ramen and to see what uh, what the obsessive people on Chow Hound uh, which ones they were obssessed with. So today we tasted four of them. We had I think eight to start with. Yeah, Molly told me go, said go to the store and get like four ramen. That's all we really have time for. So I came home with like nine. So I, I quickly, you know ratcheted that down a bit yeah well, should we go ahead and talk about our, our findings yeah let's let's proceed we're, we're not going to be doing doing a lot of slurping on air here um we decided to, to slurp privately for your benefit <laughs> <laughs> okay so the four ramens we tasted first there was the there was the classic top ramen chicken flavor mm-hmm. what, what is so funny <laughs> i'm just anticipating the way you're going to pronounce the next one <laughs> <laughs> then, well, then I'm going to drag it out as long as possible. Okay, go on. Okay, uh, what did you what did you think of the top ramen chicken? So, you know, in my in my mind's, I was going to say in my mind's, mind's taste bud. in my mind's taste bud. I remember that flavor. I remember that chicken flavored ramen flavor. However, this didn't taste like that. I, I I feel let down by my own mind's taste bud. It's just kind of a like very flat kind of tinny simulation of chicken flavor. I, I'm glad people are listening to the show um, because it really takes listening to a radio show to learn that chicken flavor top ramen isn't that good. <laughs> 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 we put the dangerous information out there you know when thugs from the top ramen company uh, come to beat us senseless uh, no one will be surprised moving right along you know what i just remembered is that when i was a kid my favorite flavor of top ramen was chicken sesame and it had a it had some sesame seeds in the f- packet and then a little extra packet of sesame oil mm-hmm. and i think that probably would have been a big improvement i don't think they make it anymore i think that the number of of seasoning packets included in your ramen interesting is a really it's an important indicator of quality yeah and may, and if i'm gonna just put that out there as yeah a as a and, and also as foreshadowing and if there's if there's like a, a pasty <laughs> gloopy one that's probably a good sign yeah too. get ready the pasty gloopy ones there's goodness within. I think we're going to need to move on now to the really good one. Okay. Okay. So what's what was the second one we tasted? I'm going to let you pronounce it. <laughs> you mean the uh, Myojo Chukasan Mai? 
<laughs> the best part is, is the first time you said it was when we were standing over by the stove uh-huh. and you were saying something like about how good it smelled. And then you just said the brand name <laughs> and I thought you were commenting on it in Japanese. Yeah, it's got a real Myojo Chukazanmai to it, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I was like, wow, you are so much better in Japanese than I thought you were. <laughs> So this, uh, what makes this one special, and it's very, very special, is uh, of, of all the ones that we tasted, it's, it's the only one that's frozen. And so we, we got it from the freezer case. It costs, it costs a lot more than Top Ramen, but since we're speaking in ramen terms, I mean, Top Ramen is 25 cents per serving. This is $2. So this one came with a little packet of sort of powdery seasonings, mm-hmm. what everybody's used to, and then also a packet of gloop gloop. Yes. A packet of sort of brown gloopy stuff. Uh, actually, a little bit like kind of a thin miso, really. Yeah. And this is soybean paste flavor, which I assume, by which I assume they mean miso. Yeah. And uh, and so, yeah. So that was the miso packet and the powdery packet. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first thing that we noticed is that the noodles were excellent. I mean, no doubt Matthew here cooked them expertly. Oh, yes. Yeah. But uh, they were also just, um, when we pulled them out of the water, they were they had a little bit more translucency to them than the top ramen noodles. And they were just delicious, really like kinky and chewy and Totally wonderful. kinky. Totally kinky. Uh, and the broth, this was the only one, you know, we're going to spoil the rest of the tasting here, but it was the only one that tasted like real broth. And this broth really had some body to it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, was not, thick. Yeah, it was thick. It had little sesame seeds in it. Yep, it had depth. It had it had some oil droplets on top, mm-hmm, which carried which I was a ton excited of flavor. About. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this ramen really kind of blew me away. I mean, I have to say, I would... I maybe kind of don't need to go out for ramen anymore in Seattle. I mean, unless we get a really killer ramen shop. Yeah. I don't need to go out anymore, I think, if I've got this stuff. Yeah. Now, the bad news about this is, of course, um, the the other ones that we're going to mention, you could probably mail order pretty easily because they're dried. You're not going to mail order frozen ramen. That yeah. would be nuts. Yeah. This was the only frozen one we tasted. But if uh, it's a very popular brand, if you have a Japanese or Korean grocery within driving distance of where you live, you will probably find Myojo Chukazanmai. And yes, we will write that out and put a picture on the website so you know what to look for. It's a very, very striking package. If I were going to have this at home, I would, uh, I'd like to have maybe some sesame seeds around and some scallion. And I yeah. would just top it with a few more sesame seeds. But would it be bad some if you scallion. had nothing but this... Stuff, Absolutely not. Not bad at all. No, no. We we really kind of did a face plant in that bowl of ramen. It was really delicious. <laughs> I was really worried while we were we were sharing the same bowl, and I was worried we were going to crack it, heads. It was a little lady in the tramp. Yeah, and have almost. to right exactly. Yeah. <laughs> have to have to do the show with a concussion, which uh, I don't know if anyone would notice. <laughs> I'm not sure they would either. Okay, moving right along. So uh, next up, we tasted the um, the say it. Myojo Chukazan Mai <laughs> dried version as opposed to the frozen one. Not uh, as good. This was also the soybean paste flavor. We were hoping it would be the same in every way. It's um, not. It's not. You know, the noodles are not bad. No, they're they're better than top ramen they noodles. They are better than top ramen, but the broth is is really thin, much thinner than the frozen broth. Yeah, it just it was a it was a shadow, a shade of of the real stuff. Yeah. And it's interesting because the seasoning packets actually looked exactly the same. Yeah. It looked like there was one miso one and one powdered one. Anyway, you know, I, I can't recommend it. It's better yeah. than top ramen, but Myojo Chukazan. My and, and it costs about the same as the frozen. Tried. So forget it. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Next. 
our final contestant, hailing from Korea, is uh, Nong Shim Shin Ramyun Gourmet Spicy. Yes. And this actually, it smelled really wonderful. I think this provoked a little bit of difference of opinion. Well, uh, you know, I I was the one who was in charge of dumping the seasoning packets into the bowl. Oh, so it's your fault. Uh, Wait a minute, except I liked it. Hold (laughs) on. I was the one who was in charge of dumping the seasoning packets into the bowl, and I really enjoyed sniffing the seasoning powder. Oh. And I loved the smell of the seasoning powder for this. It really reminded me of kimchi and um it you know it had this sort of red smell to it i don't know if anybody else knows what i mean by that well i think probably kind of the smell of of korean dried red pepper flakes yeah i'm sniffing the empty packet here that's what i've been reduced to i pull empty (laughs) i find empty ramen packets and just sniff the the red the it's a rough day rough day anyway but i have to say that once it was made up into a full-on soup i really didn't like the noodles i felt like they almost sort of coated my teeth in like this gummy yeah i have to agree i thought i i what i wanted to do with it was um get a cold and then sit and just drink the broth Mm-hmm. Uh, no it's, noodles. It's spicy. It, it's not. It's not a. It doesn't have the body of of the other broth. Um, but it, it's nice and spicy and salty. And I like the the dried mushroom bits. I thought hmm. they reconstituted really nicely. Did you get any of those? Yeah, that was what was interesting about this one is that it too had two seasoning packets, but one of them was seasoning and the other was sort of dried aromatics. Yeah. Like little, um, little like scallions, maybe even what looked like almost a little bit of leek. Um, and then these little dried mushroom bits. So I don't know. I like this one. It was definitely a second place for me. Like if the Myojo Chukazan, my frozen one, see, I'm getting better. Yeah. I'm getting so much better. If that one, I'm not going to say it again. <laughs> the frozen one is my number one. Let's say it's like a 9.9 out of 10. This Korean one is maybe a five. Yeah. I, I guess I would, I would have to agree with that. Yeah. Do we agree too much? I think we do agree too much. We're like just too amiable. I know. Um, we should be meaner. Someone, someone online said where they were talking about another show that it was said it was like our show, but if we hated each other, let's start hating each other more. It could, it could really, um, it could be a turning point in the history of our show when they stopped being fun- funny and started being angry. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. How about just how about just like surly and passive aggressive? Like, what did you what did you think of the soup? All right, I guess. Okay. All right. How to how to approach this? I want to talk about how we jazz up the ramen. Like I want okay. to bring up the idea of you know sort of why I might start keeping ramen at home other than for the obvious reasons of eating ramen. Like that it's want <laughs> <laughs> to fight off an intruder. <laughs> yes. You would not believe how repulsive it is to have that like powdered hear, seasoning sprayed in I your face. I hear if you if you draw <laughs> Yeah, so you got to get the spicy one for well, that. You, you know, they, they sell, you know how they sell special like mace sprayers? Mm-hmm. You can get one that sprays ramen seasoning. <laughs> Burns like nobody's business. But like, mm, this is delicious and I'm in so much pain. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you could also like draw a bath and, and put a big seasoning packet in there. It's very, uh, it's aromatherapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mm. Anyway, what I was going to say is, um, when we were talking a little bit earlier about things that we might add to the ramen, when I was saying that I might want to add some scallion or mm-hmm. some sesame seeds, um, you know, the, the funny thing about ramen is, you know, you don't want to get into adding anything too tricky to it, because the whole point is to not cook very much. But 
I would love to just keep some ramen around for times when I have like some leftover like roast beef or roast pork oh, yeah. or something like that. I feel like, you know, the common wisdom is, hey, if you have leftover roast beef or pork, like put it in a taco or whatever. I would put it on top of a bowl of ramen. The common wisdom is taco? Taco. That's the answer to everything. <laughs> that, that I, I can actually agree with that. But uh, but I think the ramen idea is good also. You know what, you know what just occurred to me that I think would probably work, although I haven't tried it, uh, to, to kind of bulk up packaged ramen is some cabbage and maybe mm. shred some cabbage and boil it with the noodles yeah so it's uh, so you know like after three minutes it'll still have some chew to it but i think it would add a lot of good flavor and body to the soup i could really imagine it in this korean one yeah i don't know if i can really imagine it in the the one whose name shall not be said by me no i think you could myojo chukasanmai <laughs> <laughs> I really wish that I were Fine, actually if that's the way you're going to be about it. Like I was saying, like, good morning. I hope you're well. <laughs> well, I don't know what it means. Maybe that's what it means. Maybe so. If anybody knows, you just let us know. Thank you. Anything else we need to talk about? No, I'm pretty satisfied. Okay. I I am I'm very happy because I have a, a whole other package of Myojo Chukas on my, in my freezer, and you can't have any of them. <laughs> Is this the part where you start being mean to me? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying out a new thing here. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's a new bit. No, actually, you're welcome to take home some myojo chukas on mine. I don't want your stinking ramen. <laughs> Come on, put some put some conviction into it. Feel the hate. I don't want your stinking ramen, man. That was good. That was. It was more. It was maybe more sad than angry. <laughs> maybe. We're gonna we're gonna work on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. So uh, we do not have a recipe. Go nope, out, go no out recipe. and buy some ramen. But we will be putting some photographs of the ramen we tasted today. Yeah, online. and you're going to be able to see what we're talking you about. You're going to see be able the body. To see the difference. Yeah, and we'll put up a link maybe to um, to some information about our favorite one, so you can you know see how the brand is spelled. Since obviously you know we're not <laughs> native Japanese speakers. Uh huh. Um. All that jazz. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, the show that Yojo Chukas on. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Just keep plugging it into things until it makes some noise. Okay, here I am. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.